Today's gospel story is one of those which reminds us that Jesus was fully human as well as fully divine. He is tempted by the devil who offers him food, wealth, and power. Now this is very human. Which of us has not been tempted by at least one of the three? I know most of us at least try to stick to a diet. And Jesus was on a pretty severe diet, 40 days and nights fasting in the desert. I don't recommend it. Oh, you lose weight, all right. But there are better ways, I think. Wealth, power, and food, or more generally bodily needs, for temptation can come in the form of drink or lust. All these are known to God as potential weaknesses among us humans. Jesus was created human, born of a woman in the usual way. Although his conception was singular, his birth was normal. If Jesus had not been susceptible to temptation, he would not have been human. And if he had not been able to resist them as he did, he would not have been divine. So we have a complete description of his nature in this one episode. But let's look at the devil for a moment. He doesn't appear very often in the Bible. This story is one of three, I think, of immediately when the devil is mentioned. One other is his appearance in the book of Job. There, God specifically allows Satan to tempt God's servant Job, whom God considers to be an upright and righteous man. Satan asks God to let him strip Job of his wealth, health, and family to see if he will curse God. God knows that Job will not do this, but lets the experiment proceed. In today's temptation story, however, there's no specific authority given to Satan to tempt Jesus. All we know is that the Spirit leads him into the wilderness, so it seems to be with God's approval. And it's the first thing we learn about Jesus as an adult, and only the second recorded episode about Jesus since he was a baby. Getting lost and found again in the temple was the first. So it seems that this encounter with the devil is part of Jesus's preparation for his ministry on earth. What would God wish Jesus to learn from this? We have already mentioned Jesus's humanity. He surely had a bit of a learning curve in how to be human so that he could better relate to his people. Jesus shows throughout his ministry that he met his people where they were. His parables concerned everyday situations such as farming or fishing, which his audience found easily understandable. He goes to their homes and he eats with them, joining in everyday activities. He preaches in valleys and from mountaintops where he might have just preached in the temple. So this ordeal with the devil would have been valuable preparation for his popular, meaning of the people, ministry. And it surely was an ordeal. We are told that for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. Satan didn't just show up for a 10-minute conversation on the last day. He tempted Jesus all through the 40 days, encouraging him to create food for himself every day as Jesus got hungrier and hungrier. He held out wealth and comfort for 40 days as Jesus must have been close to regretting his determination to complete what God asked of him through sheer bodily weakness. Satan's demand that Jesus worship only him reveals a great deal about Satan 
the angel who had fallen from heaven as he would not worship God. But it is what this episode reveals about Jesus that is important to us. The gospel writers sought to teach their readers about Jesus. And in this episode, we learn that he is fully dedicated to his heavenly father. Jesus uses scripture, God's own word to answer the devil's challenges. He quotes twice from Deuteronomy. One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And you shall fear the Lord your God. Him alone you should worship. Jesus, the Jew, is thoroughly familiar with the Jewish scriptures. Although Luke is not writing primarily for a Jewish audience, as Matthew did, it is important to show that Jesus is grounded in the traditional faith. As we see in Luke chapter 3, just before our passage today, Jesus comes from a long line of ancestry, something the Jews and other peoples of the day valued and respected. So in quoting Deuteronomy, Luke shows Jesus placing himself firmly in the tradition of his elders. Satan tries to pick up on this in his third taunting remark, quoting scripture back at Jesus. But Jesus has a ready answer for that as well. We also learn from this passage that Jesus is stronger than the devil and is master of himself. Jesus repudiates the devil and his ways. Later in his ministry, when Peter tries to deny Jesus' fate, Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Here we see Satan's influence on a disciple and Jesus pushing back and reclaiming Peter as his own. It is important to establish firmly that Jesus is truly on the side of the angels, if you'll pardon the expression. Anyone who is inclined to think that Jesus's power came from evil sources is corrected forcefully. Of course, all this is an example for us as well. We are created in God's image and we too have the strength to resist the devil and his ways. Perhaps it is silly to attribute the attraction of a chocolate biscuit to the devil, but there are times in most people's lives when a decision must be made for good or bad. Because Jesus was able to resist temptation and did it in spite of his weakened physical condition, we can do so too. Jesus was upheld in this by the Spirit, whom we can always call on when we need strength. Now a word about Lent, since we've just started this season. As Christians, we mark this time of year when Jesus was arrested, tried, and executed. It's a long period, 40 days, again, like the temptation story. And of course, it comes every year. It's easy to think that it's just the same old story. We traditionally practice a sort of suspension of belief during this time. We know how this story ends with Jesus's miraculous redemption, uh, pardon me, resurrection. But we choose to set that aside and try to put ourselves in the place of Jesus's followers who did not know what would happen and were heartbroken, lost, and bereft after Jesus's death. There is value in this. It helps us to appreciate again the enormity of what Jesus did. He went willingly to the cross. He did not fight against the authorities, but accepted their part in what must happen. 
It helps us too to appreciate the love which Jesus' followers had for him, even in their imperfect understanding. Their sense of loss was real and overwhelming. If we can, 2,000 years later, feel even some small part of that pain and loss, it brings us closer to Jesus and closer to realizing and appreciating the gift of salvation. So I encourage you to enter into the spirit of Lent. Bible reading and prayer are excellent ways to do this. If you want to fast or give up something important to you, that's fine. It's a personal decision, and only you can find the best way for you to walk with Jesus. In any case, give thanks to God for his great and unfathomable love. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.